Hey everybody, it's Adam Ray for the About Last Night podcast. Happy Monday! We made it through another weekend. <laughs> oh God, that was uh, was kind of ominous. I uh, hope you guys had a good weekend and a great weekend. Had some great shows. Did the Kevin and Bean April Foolishness show here in Los Angeles. Uh, 6,000 people, I think, at the Shrine in downtown L.A., uh, Angela Johnson, David Keckner, Taylor Williamson, Jimmy Pardo, Jonah Ray, uh, myself, and the uh, amazing Bill Burr uh, closing the uh, the show out. Unbelievable show was so fun, uh, and uh, thanks for everybody that came out. All the Alan Pod fans that I met afterwards, uh, all that money goes to charity. So that was a dope event. Kevin and Bean is the best. Shout out to them. Uh, best morning show in the country, and. Uh, and I'll be back on them soon, uh, promoting uh, something. Maybe the Joey Mack show. The premiere is April 12th. That's right, April 12th on Pop TV, the Joey Mack show. Return of the Mack. Me, January Jones, David Keckner, Joey Lawrence, Joey McIntyre, Joey Fatone, Brad Williams. Return of the Mack, Pop TV, April 12th. Uh, so set your DVRs. Uh, today's episode, what a great way to start the week. This is one of my favorite episodes we've done in a long time. Uh, an amazing guest, a hilarious stand-up comic, you know him from Saturday Night Live, BT, Comic View, uh, Comedy Central. Uh, he's just one of the best in the game, one of the smartest dudes, nicest dudes, and, and easiest to talk to. He'll be on again uh, sooner than later for sure because uh, it was just a, a fun, it was, you know, an hour and change that just blew by. Uh, his name is Finesse Mitchell. That's right, baby. Finesse Mitchell making his ALN debut. Uh, so many laughs, SNL stories. It's always great to get a cast member on that wants to uh, really talk about their experience and time. And some of the best SNL stories we've uh, we've ever heard were uh, were in this episode from Finesse. So that was incredible. Uh, his his advice on relationships. He's a guy that's just you know like speaks very articulately and very uh, you know uh, intelligently about. Men and women and relationships and marriage and gives Brad some great advice. Uh, I don't want to spoil too much more, but top to bottom this is one of my favorite episodes we've done in a long time. Finesse is the man. You've seen him on Showtime's Roadies, Nick Swartzen's Pretend Time. Uh, he played Daryl on Disney's Ant Farm and shares some uh, some hilarious stories about working on a Nickelodeon kid show. Uh, it's just a it's a it's a great episode. Anytime you can see Finesse live, uh, he headlines all over the country. Go see him. His website is Finesse. Uh, finesse. What is it? Finesse Mitchell TV. Um, so uh, so go uh, go see him live. He's he's amazing. Uh, follow him on Twitter at finesse Mitchell. Follow me on Twitter at Adam Ray Comedy at Funny Brad at Alan Podcast at Alan Podcast on Instagram. Brad Williams Comic on Instagram. Adam Ray Comedy on Instagram. About last night podcast.com for all your Alan merch, hats, shirts. Get those. Bring them to our shows. Uh, we'll sign them. Take pictures and. Uh, and, you know, support the pod that way, you know? After you've gone on iTunes and subscribed and rated the, the podcast five stars and commented on the iTunes page, then uh, then then buy some merch at aboutlastnightpodcast.com and bring that shit to the shows. We'll sign that shit, baby. Uh, this weekend, Brad Williams on the road, as always. That motherfucker uh, is in uh, Pasadena, California this weekend. That's right, Brad Williams, April 7th and 8th at the Ice House. Get your tickets at bradwilliamscomedy.com. And the next weekend, Brad will be 
at Wise Guys Comedy Club on Sunday, this Sunday, and then uh, at Helium in St. Louis, Missouri, uh, April 13th, 14th, and 15th. And then Brad and I, of course, will be in Austin, Texas, April 19th through the 22nd at the Moon Tower Comedy Festival in Austin, Texas, April 19th through the 22nd. Uh, get your tickets uh, at MoontowerComedyFestival.com. Uh, this weekend, uh, I'm very pumped. I'm going back to San Francisco, baby. To the Punchline, one of my favorite clubs in the world. Uh, doing a show on, on Wednesday, April 5th. And then I'm not doing a show on Thursday. i got to fly back to L.A. And then I'll be doing shows, two shows Friday, two shows Saturday at the Punchline in San Francisco. Get your tickets at punchlinesanfran.com or adamraytv.com. Uh, and then my next tour dates aren't for a little bit. Austin, Texas is the next place I go. Again, April 19th through the 22nd, Moon Tower Comedy Fest. Brad Williams and I are doing a live ALN podcast. Get your tickets and come see us live, baby. Uh, recorded the uh, Adam Devine tour recap episode. Uh, tonight, and that episode's gonna come out Thursday, so get ready for that. Uh, we got John Renitsky coming up, Will Sasso, uh, so many, so many great apps. We're really in a good run right now, so uh, make sure you subscribe and tell your friends and family and enjoy these pods that are coming your way, baby. Now that we got the tour dates out of the way, that's the merch info of the Joey Mac show dates, the Twitter handles. Sit back, relax, and enjoy a brand new episode of the About Last Night podcast with the very funny Finesse Mitchell. Well, the weekend's over, so it's time to. Chat about it. Got a midget and a Jew, so why don't you sit down and listen to a no podcast during lunch, dinner, or breakfast? Brad Williams and Adam Ray are here for you any time of the day. So come on and treat yourself right. It's about last night. What era of Heather Locklear? Uh, Fall Guy. Yeah. Okay. Remember that TV show? Okay. <laughs> okay. So that, that was. Wait, was that pre or post Melrose? Got to be pre. Well, yeah. It was. Uh, I, I think that was pre Melrose, post Tommy Lee. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely post Tommy Lee. <laughs> Which I don't know. I don't know if you want to get a girl after she's post Tommy Lee. No. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if you want that. I saw that tape. <laughs> I, you know what? I don't want to come out to Tommy Lee. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm black dude. I'm yeah, black. so we know the stereotypes, but motherfucker drove a boat with his dick. Like that's oh, did he really? That he drove a, a like he that shit steers, was a baby arm, dude. That shit was like a he a steers the trunk. wheel. He steers the the did any, wheel to the boat. So I know Madonna was like, I think we're going right now. So yeah, you could, are we all good? Oh, yeah, okay. I have to put it on. No, no you don't have to. Okay. Yeah, you don't have to. Is it is there like a famous list that's been? Has it? Has anyone ever complained? Was there ever someone like? Who went on Yelp and was like, the dick was too big. He <laughs> the drove the boat and forgot about me. Or, you know. <laughs> I've never been in that scenario. And I've never Yelped people's dicks. <laughs> but I did see that Tommy Lee dick. Yeah. I saw that shit. Yeah. I was impressed. And I that, saw him at SNL yeah. with another celebrity. Uh-huh. And I was about to get mad at her <laughs> because they weren't even supposed to be together. Uh-huh. But then I looked back at him and I said, it's the dick. She saw the dick. <laughs> and I couldn't get mad at her because right? oh she God. wanted to probably see it too. She knows what she wants. I mean, it, 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 it's the same way why, how some guys can watch some porn star get nailed by like 11 different dudes in a gangbang and go, hey, 
I want to be that twelfth dude. You know what? Like <laughs> never been me. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even want to be the dude in the room about to bang the girl with the porn on and the dude in the porn dick bigger than mine. I don't want to be that dude. And I got the girl right in front of me. I'm like, ah, oh, I can't follow him watching you follow her. And her, you know what I'm trying to say, bitch. <laughs> that is that is that that is. I can totally understand oh, that because you don't want to be like. You you don't want the girl to be like, oh wait, that's out there. You, hey, that's a possibility. That has happened before. Yeah, and I was like, yes, but not today. <laughs> not today, today, not for you. You deal with today. this uh, seven and a half right here. Would uh would uh Starkeisha be able to handle a, a huge dick like that? You know what? Seeing how Starkeisha is me, I'm not gonna fall for that <laughs> trick question, and I'm gonna still well, say, say no. Well, if if, if we're doing some James, some James yes. Lipton inside the actor studio show, you know what? Probably Starkeisha. She would probably be a chick that would pride herself on big dicks and, and many of them attached to rich people. That, yeah. I, mean, that, I don't see Starkeisha fucking broke people. By the way, that is something that has come out, like at least that has sort of been famous in like the, the last like maybe five years, is that now that women are totally cool with flat out like yelling across a room like, oh, I can take that dick. I've had bigger. Like, like they're cool with that. Really? Yeah. Like I've heard, I've heard things... Said Go on and like say that. it, Leslie Jones. Let's yeah. say it, man. Come on, don't beat around oh, the bush. God bless Leslie. God bless so her, funny. But if, I, if we in the so same funny. room, I, I'm about to get visually raped, and I, and I have to realize that times have changed. Times have changed. And you, oh, yeah. and, and, and you know what? I think that's cool. Cool as fuck, man. I, th- I think it's good that women can be open that like that much open. Just be like, yes, that's something I like. Finesse, cool. you can't handle this. I'll post that dick up. You don't want to get posted up. You ever been posted up? Nigga, I'll dunk on you. I'm just like, don't dunk. I'm the girl. Don't yeah, dunk yeah, on yeah. me, Leslie. <laughs> don't dunk on oh, me. Kiss so, my neck first. So, so great. Well, and now, uh, this is something I found out about you. Uh, me? Do, oh, yes. Oh, fa- fa- found out about you <laughs> doing uh, research for this. Is I-, I didn't know you were such the relationship guru. Come on, man. You're the dude. Talk to me, bro. You're 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 the you're the book. girl whisperer. I wrote a book. Uh, your girlfriends only know so much. Your girlfriends only know so much. Amazon.com. Hell yeah. yeah. Now 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 what's that title? Your girlfriends only know so much. Your girlfriends only know so much. A brother's take on mating and dating for sisters. It's basically back in the day when we were going to uh, Montreal a lot. Yeah. And I read I ran into Greg Barrett. Yeah. And uh, you know he had the successful. What uh, is it? Uh, uh, she's just not that. Yep. Yeah. No, just that, that one. Just not that into you. Made him, made him a multimillionaire. <laughs> yes. He did all right. He did all right. Um, I was I was on SNL, man, and Essence Magazine, biggest black magazine. Sure. Uh, uh, the the ladies came up to me and said, "Hey, we want you to join an ensemble piece of some eligible single bachelors and give these women some relationship advice. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we, and if you can, make it comedic. We'll give you three questions, just answer it, and then, you know, if we like them, we'll put it in the article. I said, cool. Mm-hmm. I answered all three. They only went with my answers, and they went with all three of them. Oh, oh shit. Wow. And so, you know, Tyrese and Genuine and all them other people got the axe. <laughs> but well, I was all impressed, right. you know? like, was- when you're getting dating advice from Tyrese, what's... What's fucking Tyrese? Uh, here's here, here's my advice for women: be a, be a twelve, basically. That's it. Hey, like that. Be beautiful. Yeah. Know yourself. Uh, know your self worth. And unless it's me, just don't fuck for free. But if it's me, then let's reevaluate the situation because I'm Tyrese. Yeah. 
Pretty much. That's and how, this is way that's before Fast and the Furious. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Like shit. Yeah, uh, that's his advice. What were yeah, the, some of the questions that you had to answer? I don't know. It was something about interracial dating. It was something mm-hmm. about uh, something about uh, 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 sex and yeah. how soon. And then just the usual. Just they was throwing up gimmies. Yeah. Uh, and your answer? If, oh, and the main one: if 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 a guy doesn't call back in a certain amount of time, what does that mean? Yeah. Now, when you're answering those questions, you try to give obviously because you know they they're having a comedian on. You you know, there's like some responsibility to give comedic responses. But are you also like, yo, just as much as the funny, I need to be like real about this and give my own experience to the to the answer. I write how I talk. Yeah, and that's kind of my secret. Mm-hmm. I kind of write stand up, but I do the same jokes over and over. So if you <laughs> give me a new topic, yeah, I can write funny on that topic. There you go. Which I should give myself more topics so I can have more <laughs> jokes. But when they gave me topics, right, right. hey, I'll you're automatically yeah. write funny. Yeah. So uh, more importantly, <clears throat> write truthful and answer the question. So if you can do all three of those, write mm-hmm. truthful, answer the question, and be funny, ding, 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 ding. So that landed me my own uh, column in essence. Shit. And I had that going for three years. And then that got me the book deal. And I met that lady who gave Greg his book deal. Oh, shit. Just Ooh. on a random TV show on Cinemax. Hang on, never forget this, dog. <laughs> <laughs> They're introducing everybody. It's yeah. a pop culture show. It's four of us. We all facing each other. Cameras going around in a circle behind us. Uh, shaking, not stirred. Something like that is the name of the show. And it's sexy. Mm-hmm. And they, and they said Finesse Mitchell from SNL. And then Jen Bernstrom, uh, uh, editor, and not editor, uh, I guess, no. What do you call a public publisher of Simon yeah, Spotlight? Sure. Yeah, and 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 did the successful book. He's just not in that into you. And I was like, bitch. I mean, Jen, <laughs> hey, 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 how are you? Yeah. I just thought you was a normal white lady. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> I'm writing the book. I got the whole black voice behind me right, right. now. I got all the black women. She was so she was she was like, mm-hmm, okay. But then after the show, after the whole show, and you got to like people, you saw people's personalities. And I was sure. murdering it. She was like, you make sure you call me. Here's my card. Oh, yeah. So I won her over. Done. Next thing I know, man, it was it was it was. What's crazy, the prep right? for writing a book or even just a mindset? I mean, that's way different than stand up, right? I mean, yeah. you know what? Time. Yeah. And a lot of people don't have that shit. And that's the yeah. bottom line. Like a lot of people have ghostwriters because you don't have the time to sit there and proofread yourself for right. 10 chapters. Fuck. 20 yeah. pages, of, you know, 25 pages a chapter. You just don't. Right. Me, uh, SNL had just kind of let your brother go. <laughs> So I had a little bit of time. That was in 2006. 2007? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 2007? I mean, hell, your your exit class was amazing talent. <laughs> like some, like heard that. Like some people talk about their class like right. going in having talent. Your exit class Who was, right. was you, Horatio. Uh, Dratch. Yeah, Dratch. Rachel Dratch. Chris Parnell. Chris Parnell, who's like... Every he's a, voice, he's a genius, dog. Yeah, he is, right. Yeah, he's a genius, and uh, yeah, like that, like that's. F- you were all heavy hitters, four, man. Tina, Tina Fey left that year. Yeah, but like four, those four right there, that's a yeah. cast. Yeah, Some yeah, of no us shit. left to go on to bigger and better things, and while mm-hmm. others were uh. Uh, was just axed up. <laughs> was just uh, the, the the cast is very crowded, and 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 and, and, and you know. You, you do well here, but I just think I see bigger things for you, and this may this platform may be mm-hmm. holding you back. And I was like, that's that's very, very nice way of saying it. Very nice way yeah. of saying that, Lauren. I yeah, appreciate that's you, a man. Nicest way someone said you're fired. Ever. And that wasn't even Lauren. That was Keenan. <laughs> yeah. oh, so it was just a fucked up <laughs> day, dog. <laughs> Did you have much interaction with him ever on the show, Lauren? 
Did I what? Have much interaction with him. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And I talk to him now probably more and more honestly no than shit. I did back then. Back oh, then no I was afraid of him. And yeah. now ever since we kinda hired uh Leslie and Sashir, mm-hmm. um, I I got involved with helping them find the girls. I I, I brought five girls from LA. They had awesome. five girls in New York. And uh that's found that they picked their ones. But after that it yeah. was like well, we should talk more, and I was like, I think we should. It's been long enough. I think know? we should. Most powerful man in show business, yeah. but but more so than that, I consider him a friend, and I, I can't ever, ever, ever forget him picking me out of all those guys. Yeah. So when it was time for me to make my exit, I was bitter for like six years, maybe, but it wasn't a personal thing. It was just mm-hmm. like, what's next? And what was funny, dog, is that I had like three movies back to back. Yeah. Right after I left, so yeah. I kind of. I was like, oh my God, it is true. There is life after yeah, this. You know what right. I mean? Because Fallon was, Jimmy was telling me that. Like, you know, you'll find you'll find your footing. And I was like, I hope it ain't taxi. Because, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't I mean, me and the Queen, me and Queen Latifah. I hope it ain't fever that. pitch. Because <laughs> you owe for two, dog. No shit, man. He lucked but, out. But, uh, but from, from Jimmy to Seth, even to Lauren, I, I thank these guys for their friendship, and and yeah. and he was right. You know, he was just like, you just stay out of trouble yeah. when that opportunity come. And look at Fallon, man. Look at Seth. I mean, they got nice. Sure. You know what I mean? So it, it's it, like, well, it's just them finding their finding their niches mm-hmm. and fi- and finding what works best for them. I mean, conveniently for them, their thing is to be a late night talk show host, and you know, and that's uh, obviously and that's their uh, lane. Uh, yeah. You know? And but and you watch both their shows, and they're good at it. Yeah. So. Uh, Comfortable too, you right? Know what I mean, right. How did you like doing sketch versus? Because uh, you started stand up in Atlanta I, or in? Uh, I didn't like sketch. No, yeah. I just I was doing stand up out here, and okay. uh, I was living down off of Crenshaw, and and I was trying to get on stage out here at the Laugh Factory in the mm-hmm. comedy store, and I was doing all the black nights. Mm-hmm. And uh, next thing you know, Tracy Morgan is leaving SNL. Dave Raff, give a shout out to Dave yeah. Raff from okay. Three Arts at the yeah. time. Um, you know, was trying to get with me, and I was like, "All right, he's a big name." And then um, he left Three Arts and started his own company, so I followed him. But at that time, Tracy Morgan was leaving SNL, and I was like, "Hey, man, I heard Tracy's leaving SNL." He was like, yeah. "You don't do sketch?" I said, "I do it if it's a chick. <laughs> yeah, no shit. I live it's on Crenshaw. Yeah. yeah, if it's on Saturday Night Live, so, I'll, uh, I'll I'll do whatever." That and now, when Tracy when Tracy leaves Sketch, is, is that buzz? Sort of going all around the black community, community the like black hey, there's comedy community yeah. was yes. on fire because it's like there's a spot. This is the story that I Alfonso tell. Ribeiro was like, I'm <laughs> fucking dude. There might be a spot. I tell this story, Adam. I say, uh, I say, uh, I said, uh, everybody got together. I call because it was like 2002, yeah. maybe. Yeah. I call uh, uh, Kevin Hart, and Kevin Hart called D Ray, and D Ray called Tony Rock. And Tony Rock called his big brother Chris Rock, and then Chris Rock called Tracy, and then Tracy called us all back on three way. And he was like, "Yeah, it's true. I'm leaving." <laughs> <laughs> Had us all on three way. Oh my god! But, but but then he was typical Tracy. You can never be Papa Bear. You can only be Baby Bear. Oh shit! And I was like, "Excuse me? Yeah. You can't be Papa Bear. You can only be Baby Bear." Does Baby Bear still get paid? Because that's cool. I was like, "I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't. What does that mean? You heard me, Fabrice." And I'm like. Uh, finesse and and the next thing I'll spray you on my laundry. <laughs> and then I know he was like, everybody's like, damn, finesse, why you make him mad? Because he hung up. <laughs> it was my fault. But uh, then we all auditioned, man, and it was uh, yeah. 
It was probably a good 20 people in my group, which was group C. No shit. Yeah. That now, many. Now, in my group. Yeah. Fuck. Wow. Now, are you looking around and, and, and is it all black yeah, comics or Kel, is it a, is it a little Kel bit of Mitchell, Keenan Thompson, yeah. D. Ray, J.B. Smooth. Damn. Kadeem Hardison, Urkel. Anybody who <laughs> wow. was a little bit of funny. Yeah. Or had a they name. Were there. I mean, everybody was trying to grab that job. Right. Man. And I was a nobody, but I had a dope ass set with, with You did stand up? Yeah, I was doing I was doing stand up, but my bit was the movie Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Yeah. Remember mm -hmm. that movie? Yeah. yeah. Black people found out you had to read for two and a half hours. <laughs> Down at the Magic Johnson Theater, because <laughs> none of the commercials oh, said it had subtitles. Right, and you know how black people love karate and Wu Tang, <laughs> so we went waiting for the words to come off the screen. Oh, so I acted out everybody right in the theater, and yeah, that's yeah, how yeah. Starkeisha was born. I'm sitting oh, behind oh, no. Starkeisha. I was gonna ask as she's having a birthday party with her girlfriends in front of me. <laughs> And nobody's, everybody's scared to tell them to shut up because there's so many. Sure. And they're like, start, uh, yeah. crouching tiger, hitting <laughs> dragon. I said, they was, I said, they was cheering before the movie came on, but not cheering like, we want the movie because the movie was late. No, yeah. they was cheering, crouching tiger, hitting <laughs> dragon. So it was just one of these big things that I did. And it was a seven minute long joke. Wow. But I played myself. I played the ghetto girls. I yeah. played the white dude scared to tell them to shut up. Sure. I played the usher telling them to. <clears throat> do. So it was just doing all that. And by the time I finished, it was a, it, the bit was so strong, it would always yeah. get a stand and know. So it was the right time and right bit, do that. right information to go to the audition and do that bit. Yeah. It just showed so much range that wow. it was like. Because you're doing multiple characters. I was doing characters. And like, even though you're a stand up guy, you mm -hmm. picked a bit. That you can like, hey, I could do this person, I could do this person, and because I'm gonna have to wear all these hats on the show anyway. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I want to know, did, it's going into that, like you saying, like you, uh, I mean, all those guys. You said you were a nobody. Like, did you feel less pressure because of that? I don't. I didn't know the gravity of of, yeah. the, of the moment. Sure, I was more impressed with the people in the room than what I was auditioning for. Mm. And in my eyes, it was one more thing I would not get. So I didn't have. I any hear that pressure. from so many people that go in for it, and I want. Yeah. I feel like that's a healthy man. This shit, like when Kristen Wiig went in, she mm -hmm. did. I saw her audition. She just said, "Audrey Hepburn." <laughs> Tina Fey. <laughs> Carol Burnett. And then she was. And I mean, no, Jesus. no pizzazz, yeah. no nothing. Wow. I, and I, that was like her third time auditioning. So she was just like, "I'm not getting this shit." Well, yeah. You know? wow. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, and I've heard like I'm a total SNL geek, and I I love hearing people's stories. And most of the time, I hear like if Lauren is busting a gut laughing during your audition, you're not getting it, right? <laughs> <laughs> but like, right. but like if he's quiet, and then he's like looking at you like, okay, I know how to use this guy. Like then it's like oh, then it's a it's a better chance if he's not laughing and the uh, and the I other heard people. Snickering. I okay. did hear snickering. Okay. And I'm a laugher. Now, was it just them? Was it yeah. just like the three? Like It was like two auditions in a comedy club. Yeah. And then they picked a group to go into the studio. Studio 8H. Yeah. Dark. God. In the background. Table. Right. You see shadows. You see the camera in front of you, the red light. Yeah. The whole feed is going throughout the whole building of oh, NBC. Yeah. So oh, anybody on any floor can turn to that channel and watch the SNL auditions. Whoa. Right, and which I'm you so know, glad you know they told doing. me that after the fact. Oh, yeah. my God, yeah. Because uh, you don't want to know that Tom Brokaw's up yeah. there like, uh, what is, what is who Mitchell? is Starkeisha? <laughs> uh, 
Chris Matthews. I saw this guy doing a, st- a girl named Starkeisha, but I don't know if that's an uh, accurate portrayal of black women. And I just wanted to, so you know. It's just- <laughs> Perfect. That's my first time doing Christmas. That's you know pretty what? good, man. I, I believed totally you. Saw it. Yeah, I <laughs> believed dude. you. Put in the arsenal. Hey, man. Done. But no, it, did did you watch us know coming up then? So did, you weren't. Yes. Yeah. Eddie Murphy days. Yeah. So okay. I was a baby. Yeah. You know, and I'm like, shit. Don't get in the hot tub. Hot tub too hot. Yeah. Man. James Buck Brown and all that stuff. Then that, a couple of the Adam Sandler years, and then mm-hmm. uh, Will Ferrell. Then I was kind of out. Yeah, you know, once you're old enough to go out the house on Saturday night, you're not. Yeah, right, right, yeah. right. And especially in the days before DVR. And that's the thing about SNL, man. Everybody always come up to me and say it's not as funny as when you were there. And I was like, you know, how many people told me the show sucked when I was there. <laughs> but then those people are now like, it was so funny when you were right. there. Versus like, oh, the Will days were the best days. Yeah. And then you meet other people. Oh, I miss Mike Myers and Dana Carvey. Like so. It's right. Like Lauren. Yeah. Lauren. Lauren always says, "What whatever cast was on when you were in high school." Pretty much. That's your favorite that's cast your of favorite all. That's cast your favorite cast of all, cast of all the funniest time. Funniest people of all time. Right. 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 All that stuff. Not to uh, not to sit on it for too much longer, but I mean, do you have any? I'm just so you know, we are huge. We've had a ton of people on from the show, and so we're always curious, like favorite, like moment like first like time hearing your name called like uh nerves one of the nerves go away like my favorite moment was rolling out for the first time at the update desk and Mm -hmm. doing that start crouching tiger hitting dragon bit yeah right uh for the first time as a bit at the news i was doing a movie review okay so i just had to all i had to do was do my stand-up and murdered it yeah one of those things where you that was the only part i had it on the show and when i came off it was like Prince after Purple Rain, you know, and he he thought he bombed, and he walked back out in the hallway, and everybody's like, "Hey, man, that was pretty good." I mean, it was just everybody just just it was it felt it was a magic magic moment. That's awesome. And then did you have like Elder Statesman uh, cast like congratulating you too? Yeah, and we had yeah the Fallons and the Maya Rudolphs and the Daryl Hammonds. Everybody because that matters, right? When you're uh, new to get yeah. there, fucking uh, until until they're like, okay, pull it back. He's getting too much airtime. Oh. <laughs> but uh, and, but that night, and it was my first night, and it was Jack Black. And then to 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 intertwine that with my second week, Halle Berry was the host, and then that's when it kind of hit me. Mm. I'm on Saturday Night Live, right? And 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 actually, I'm becoming friends with Halle Berry. What? And she's saying, "What's up, finesse?" And da da And we're hanging out, and, and we're just like we're cool because you know you spend the whole week with us. Sure. And then I I wrote the Starkeisha sketch. I was just saying, yeah. you and Amy Poehler, and yeah, uh, we wrote the Starkeisha sketch and my Rudolph and. And uh, and we rehearsed it all week, and I was like, wow. And then when I saw the set that they built for it, I was like, if I create it, you yeah. guys are going to build it. That's right. right. And then makeup and wardrobe is going to find and the, the, and those this sets. This is crazy. I'm always amazed, and I, I, I think people that work in the industry have a little more appreciation for, like, I see the intricate sets going, they had three days to build that. Yeah. No. If that, maybe. Two. Yeah. yeah two. It's, it's two. Two days to build that set that's going to be used for a minute and a half two minutes like that's it's now, here, now here's incredible. my mind i'm thinking i'm doing great i'm yep. about to be mr barry any day now all i gotta do is keep playing it cool mm-hmm. and wait for her to say so finesse what are you doing after this you know i'm just, I'm just gonna play it cool i'm about to be you wanna go mr. to panera bread barry. with me yes yeah. anything dog. <laughs> and the day of dress rehearsal yeah it didn't dawn on me that starkeisha of course is a girl so i'm in drag and then when we go out to rehearse for the first time and we're yeah. all in costume, yeah, the look on Hallie's face when she saw me in that wig and makeup. It <laughs> did she see did 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 she see every, you as a threat? <laughs> every bit of interest 
yeah. left her body. You saw it in one it look. The, it was the opposite of seeing a Tommy Lee dick. Yes, it was the opposite. <laughs> a couple of you inches, just, <laughs> couple of inches left my dick. It was just like you saw like an like an out of body experience. You saw her saw soul her walk out of the room. Walk out, man. It was like one of those. <laughs> I don't know if y'all fran- fans of Riddick and Ben Diesel. Yeah, yeah. Wow, but movie. right when they were about to. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. the dude goes on. He and you just saw his soul go the other way That's and right. look and realize he had to come back. And by the time he came back, yeah, that was me. That, I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know why I came up with a Riddick reference, but. dude. That's okay. Anyway, oh. I did see her soul. Yeah. Hey guys, it's me, Adam Ray, the About Last Night podcast. Yeah, and look, when I'm not podcasting or doing stand up or writing or doing voiceover, I love to drink. Okay, drinking's fun. It eases the stress and the pain of some of the. The, gr- the gratuitous moments of life. Wine is one of my favorite beverages, white or red. And look, when I go to the store, I don't know what I'm talking about. When I go to Napa and the guys get in my face and they're like, if you really listen to your palate, you can hear the grapes separate from the nectar and the fruit as it oozes into your splash zone. What the fuck are you talking about? I don't know. I want to know, though, because I love wine. Well, <laughs> finally, I found a place that delivers it to me and customizes shit to my palate to make it easier. I'm talking about Wink. Wink, W-I-N-C, baby. Wink is the greatest wine delivery service I've ever used, all right? Brad uses them, too. They understand that when you have a great glass of wine, it makes your life better. It enhances the moment. It helps when you're reflecting on the day with someone you love, all right? They give you access to exceptional wines from all over the world so you can have more of these amazing moments. So if you want wine delivered to your place, buy a place that gets to know your wine tastes based on your preferences. That's right. Wink will even introduce you to new, rare, and custom wines that are not available anywhere else. And they'll tell you the story behind each one, all right? None of your time is wasted fitting in a run to the store or on your way home from work. No more time spent guessing what wine you like. Just go to wink.com. That's right, winc.com. Take a brief palate profile quiz, and Wink will then recommend distinct and interesting wines that you might never even heard of uh, and customize this shit to your palate, and then they'll ship them directly to your door every month, all right? Look, you can cancel any time, you can join for free, and you can skip any month. They have a 100% satisfaction guarantee, so you never pay for a bottle of wine that you don't like, all right? And right now, Wink is offering listeners $20 off your first order when you go to trywink.com slash ALN, all right? Trywink, that's T-R-Y-W-I-N-C dot com slash ALN to get $20 off your first order now, plus complimentary shipping, baby. That's right, complimentary shipping and a bunch of great wine coming to your door to get into your mouth to make your life better. So go to trywink.com slash ALN, that's T-R-Y-W-I-N-C dot com slash ALN and get $20 off and start enjoying wine because it's the best and you don't know what you're talking about and Wink does, all right? Fuck Yeah. Wait, so did, how much did you, when you did Sarkeesha uh, uh, before that, did you have, uh, like, extensive wig and makeup stuff anywhere else you Fuck did it? No, no. No, I've so, never did. It was just me being a person. It was just I've never dressed up like that so did to they even do it. Makeup department, did they just come to you and be like, yo, here's what we're thinking? Or do they sit down with you and go, yo, what kind of hair? Like, well, what? I knew all that. I was like, yeah, she probably going to have braids, and then she probably going to, you know, I don't mm-hmm. want to wear a skirt, so let's put in a warm-up suit. I, 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 like, I, I yeah, okay. blueprinted it, yeah. and then when it was time to put the shit on, and the makeup and all that stuff, and you look at yourself, and you're like, this is me as a woman. Yeah. All right. And you go out in front of the prettiest woman probably in show business at the time, and you're like, and this is me as a woman in front of the prettiest <laughs> woman in show business. And I am not going to be uh. Mr. Barry. <laughs> I am in the friend zone for the rest of my life. How'd you like living you know, in New York? I loved it. Yeah. I loved it. I loved it so much, it got me kicked off the show. I went out every night. 
Yeah, good for you. That was my thing, dog. I went out every night. I partied every night. Well, me and Kenan Thompson partied every night. And you're how do you not, man? That's a city where it's like you're was, on the show, on. the biggest show in the country. You're in the city, the best city in the country, with the most shit to do in the country. How do you not? I mean, you pull up. They treat you like royalty. There's yeah. always a section. There's always a bottle. There's always a celebrity. And yeah. not only that, sometimes you're bringing celebrities because that week is maybe a Lindsay Lohan. Maybe, right. or, or Ashton Kutcher or and Justin they Timberlake want, and they want to go out and they want to go out yeah. all you do you say hey you want to go out fuck yeah let's go out oh really oh, I man. feel like a lot of people would be uh, timid to ask the host no, to do that dog, not you not me I was too naive to know anything mm-hmm. I was going up to everybody I was a picture whore oh, I really? had so many photos <laughs> of everybody from musical guests to, to, to host on my wall that when you came in my apartment and you didn't know who I was <laughs> you got you got the idea very quickly but you know what see some people would talk shit about that i'm like yes you're on saturday night live they they say like oh act like you've been there before but it's like i haven't been there before yeah man there's nothing like it no i'll be like kevin spacey (laughs) (laughs) oh my god what you gay yeah i didn't know that i didn't know that yeah yeah man i was gonna take you to the strip club damn damn. You know, yeah, but, uh, but amazing like, stories and amazing just, guests. Was there anybody you asked that? Uh, I mean, you just had an epic night with, or musical guests, or they kind of do their thing and bounce. Yeah, uh, yeah, they, they, a lot of the musical guests do their thing and bounce. But I mean, it's just like it's one thing to like spend all week with Justin Timberlake, mm-hmm. but then to go out later and you're at the club. Yeah, he got me some pussy one night, man. I ain't gonna even <laughs> lie. I came in with Justin a Dom- Timberlake, wingman. I got. I came in with a Dominican bombshell, mm-hmm. and we walking through the club, and I didn't know he was there. All of a sudden, I just heard, you know, Justin Timberlake is in the DJ booth. I'm like, really? <laughs> and I ain't seen him since like maybe four months from his SNL. Yeah. And I'm, and I'm, we walking through, and it's crowded. Turn the corner, and I look, and I say, holy shit, that's Justin Timberlake up there. Yeah. And so, right, for some reason, the light hits him. And the light hits where I am, and oh, and as and before it hits, I'm like, yeah, me and Justin go way back. And the girls like the scene. Yeah, 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 for sure. And you did. that light man, he looked and he was just like, for whatever reason, he was like, oh shit, finesse Mitchell in the house, and oh, she was like, oh my, my god. god. Game you know over. Justin panties drop right in the middle of the and dance floor so we walk up to the DJ booth That's he lets so us great. up now we in the DJ booth yeah. and then you know how Guy. the story yeah. goes <laughs> the baby Tommy Lee Jr. comes out <laughs> later that night guy yeah man that's that the, amazing stories though, though yeah did you did you uh I was talking first time I ever start smoking weed in New York yeah oh shit on a regular basis can, yeah can you say can you say with who everybody knows with who Keenan Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was the first time I. Yeah. My uh, yeah, 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 yeah. my uh, girl I used to date was like the. Um, she was a page at NBC, and one of her jobs was the audience coordinator. At what was her name? Liz Wagner. Oh my god! No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I don't know. Dude, I you, don't know, know. So <laughs> I you want, know what's so funny? I Enough time god. has passed where I got excited if you were going to tell me you fucked it. God, oh because god. she ended up wanted... fucking a cameraman in Reno instead. So I would have loved to hear finesse got there first. <laughs> Oh, I wish you guys could have seen Adam Ray's face at that exact oh, moment. That was this? You're a good was, actor, man. That, that was, was great. Beautiful. Oh yeah. That was beautiful. Uh, but, she would, girl. <laughs> but she would tell me. She's boo. like, Keenan, because, uh, you know, I smoke and shit. Well, when I was out there for a little bit, she was like, yeah. She's like, it just always reeks out of his uh, dressing room. And like, uh, and he just like, and he's like very able to like do it and still be coherent and like funny. And I'm like, fuck. 
He's my hero. Keenan <laughs> is a guy. I don't know. I've been, I've been haven't hung out with Woody Harrelson, mm-hmm. but uh, it's a. Uh, I don't know what you call it when it's that much a part of you. It's and just I, like and part I would of the DNA. He still does it, but yeah, you yeah. know what I mean. I, 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 I would think he's his. What would you guys do? Immune to it in New York? Would you smoke and go out? Yeah, yeah. Like, so we would go to writing night, and we would stare at our computer. And yep. He's not going to write anything, and I'm going to write ideas. <laughs> yeah, right. And uh, at one o'clock, would roll around, and he'd go, "Hey, let's go to Marquee," and then like, yeah, let's go to Marquee. Yeah. Then we would go and smoke, and then go to Marquee, and then yep. we party till like three thirty. Then we come back to SNL. Get back in front of the computers because everyone's still there. Everyone's still there, yep. and then you still don't have shit to write about. <laughs> Did you ever find though, like getting out for a minute, you find some inspiration from just, sometimes? Yeah, sometimes the best shit I've ever written, heck, come at five thirty in the morning. Sure, well, it took me like thirty minutes to write. It's when you're desperate yeah. and crazy and like loopy, and but you're, you're every, able to think you know, everybody the had box. offices, everybody had couches. You yeah. spend the night in there, and it's, it was the culture. It was literally like we got to come up with something. And then, and then, what time is the read through the next morning? The read through was at twelve. At twelve, so. You would probably leave around eight something. Yeah. Go home, maybe shower. Right. A lot of people didn't go home. Just Seth Meyers stank there. every damn oh, free Because he never went home, you know. Right. Um, but his work ethic has, you know. Obviously, you see obviously, yeah. I mean, you see where he is now. Yeah, you you go like, okay, yeah, you should be there. Yeah, because I, cause I used to say, <laughs> he's crazy. Right. Dude, you know what I mean? We can go to the club. <laughs> <laughs> you guys go. You know, yeah. I'm going to figure this out. <laughs> But um, I guess, Leslie man. used to tell me that it was super tough to do stand up during the show. And like, did you find that, or would you try to get out and, and hit clubs in New York? And it was stuff? hard. Yeah. You don't want to do no stand up. I didn't do a lot of stand up. Yeah. If I could go back and do it over, I would do my career totally over. I'd take a little bit more serious where I was and why I was there and and the opportunity. But more importantly, I would see cement the stand up uh, brilliance that I have. Mm. that to this day people are like I didn't know you was that funny and <laughs> so you know you still winning them over 300 at a time instead of you know 1500 yeah you right, crush right. dude every time I see you yeah there there, there was a couple people I'm not gonna disagree no you shouldn't man uh, it's fucking it, you know you and I were just don't in, take a set off you, you, you and I were just in Philadelphia at, uh, at, at the same time uh, and then there were some people that went to both shows and I definitely had a few people come up and go like dude like first we saw finesse and finesse crushes, then we see you and you. I'm like, okay, wow, okay, good. Like that's you know that you're killing when right. when people tell the other comedian, right? Yeah, yeah, you're yeah, you're funny, you're yeah. good. But we saw this guy yeah, yeah. last because night. They love to say, yeah, eh, I went out last night, wasn't as good. So mm-hmm. glad I came out tonight. So you know, right, right, right People right, right. were like, oh, I saw him and he crushed, and I saw you and you crushed. It was such a great comedy weekend. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, yeah. I mean? and, so, and that and that and that's like so encouraging to hear. Yeah, and, and 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 the great thing and and Water funny thing, Water. Yeah. Yeah. and um, I wanted to. Uh, my Thursday night went like this. Mm-hmm. I crushed it. Mm-hmm. I had on Thursday night. I probably had uh, I don't know, maybe fifty seats away from a sellout or whatever. Mm-hmm. Which for it's what, amazing. Thursday, yeah, Thursdays was, are tough. Thursdays some, are tough. Some club like uh, Jay, Jay Moore says it all the time. It's like never tweet out that you sold out the Saturday early show. Ah! That's he's like everybody right. does it. Every, right. Like don't be proud of that. Like yeah, it's okay. Be be happy, but that's not like too big of an accomplishment. But if you but if Yo, if, if you sell out, if if, if you <laughs> sell out Thursday, bougie. This yeah, your right? friend? I'm not, yeah, man. The bottle so bougie. Especially that fucking chocolate water is what I usually. He's drink. called Adam Bougie Ray. That Adam was Ray. that oh, Adam that Adam Bougie Ray. That was oh, his cooking up dope for the. <laughs> <laughs> 
That was his name on the court, and now it is translated <laughs> into his life. No, it was Quick Fat on the court. Adam Dubal? Bougie Ray. Do you hoop? A little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Only just because of my pigment that I'm going to say yes. But <laughs> you kind of have to. Me too, man. Kinda, That's kinda the only reason I did it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Last time I played, I heard my Achilles saying, Duke, jump one more time, see what happens. <laughs> and, and I listened, and I didn't, and my team lost. Well, but you, but, but you were a football player, right? Yeah, I played at the U. But back to what you were saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yes, the Thursday, Thursday was difficult. But mm-hmm. then they came up to me, uh, you know, before I went on and said, guess who's coming tonight? And it's already sold out. It just sold out in like 20 minutes. I was like, who? They said, Kevin Hart. He's in town and he's going to do the show after you after yours. And I'm like, Kevin Hart is coming here when? Right after your set. I'm like, really? And sure enough, Damn. Kevin came with his crew. Sure enough. On Friday or Thursday? It was Thursday night. Damn. That shit was sold out. Like, they was like, finesse, get your raggedy people up out of here. <laughs> <laughs> They're giving you the light like 10 minutes in. Get like, we got to be, we got to turn the room. But it was but it was great to see him and catch up with him and talk yeah, to him and go on yeah. the movie set. You've known him for a while? Yeah. 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 yeah for, oh, I mean, because like you said, he was, at, uh, he was at that audition. Yeah. I'm, yeah. Shit, man. I, I know everybody. Well, I mean, we then, all know each other. Yeah, you know what I mean. That's that's just a given. Like, and, we've and, all seen each other. From yeah, and Def, that's not like Def a comedy jam. The comic view, BT comic view. So we, you know, we all run in the same. Right, circle. and that's why I try to explain to people when they say like, "Oh, oh, you're oh, you're a comedian." Like, do you know like any famous people? I was like, yes, because once you get past like open mic level, right, and you all live your in LA and you live in New York, yeah, I just saw done. him with John Mayer. Yeah, Brad. Yeah, Fuck yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. The uh, store that yeah, night. Yeah, the store. Yeah. That was a I fun mean, night. He, he hung out with you more than he hung out with me. So I figured, yeah. <laughs> hey, fucking, you know, John Mayer. I know, John, I, know uh, I know him from SNL, but it was brief. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Really he's doing, me. yeah he's doing so I had to do the thing. whole, you know, finesse SNL. Oh, yeah. That's right. Still cool. Took pictures. Yeah. Hung out. Chicks was like, you know what I mean? Uh, but, you know, it's just that. Well, I mean, he didn't know. He knew I was a comedian, but then uh, we were judging roast battle together, and mm-hmm. then uh, I made a joke. I forgot ah, I forgot what it was, but I, I made a joke about uh, Taylor Swift, one of his exes, and was like, <laughs> hey, John, you know about that. Yeah, nice. and, then one, and then once I did that, he's like, okay, we're hanging out. Yeah, we're, yeah, we're cool. Yeah. Good for him that he can laugh at that, you know? Oh, not. totally. And he's, 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 he's straight. He, he can get a pass in the hood any day. His, his hit list... Come Crazy. on, dude! Crazy. Yeah, the list Bananas. and then appearances on Chappelle's yeah, show. His talent, just period. He just, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, your body is a wonderland was written about Brad, which is like a lot of people don't know that it was uh, written. It was written that. about. It was written about this ass. <laughs> <laughs> it is a damn pretty booty. <laughs> no, the original title was dwarf ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then it's like uh, you get a lot of ass on the road. Uh, not anymore. Oh, not anymore because I'm engaged. But yes, uh, it was. It was okay. Let's just say I opened for Brad when yes. I first started and. <laughs> Uh, during the show in Pleasanton, California, when mm-hmm. he would talk about being a bucket list item, woman stood up in the middle of the show and was like, I want to fuck a dwarf tonight! <laughs> and like yep. the place goes nuts and like Brad, you know, just played it well and said something and then was just like, room 206, Hilton Garden Inn or whatever, you know. But like, it happened like, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, on top of just going out and stuff. But yeah. yeah. So that's, that was just a, uh, that was just something that happened. It was, it was work it. Yeah. Uh, funny, something different, something new. <laughs> You know, what are you fucking Black Aladdin? Girls. <laughs> yeah. When, when it's, uh, how do you get to a point where you feel like you can either? Uh, well, you talk about the article in the book, but like, uh, and you talk about it a lot in your act too. But like, at what point do you go? Oh, I have um, enough that I feel like I can talk about it candidly, like on stage and off stage. I have enough what? Just experience, experience with women. With what? Women. Oh, yeah. It comes and naturally, man. 
Mm-hmm. It's, it is. Were a, you doing it as a kid? Were you like peer mediating where, in the eighth I don't know grade? Where it came from? You got to hold her hand I and then finger. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and then you sniff the finger. Yeah, yeah. sniff the finger and show and show but, her, yeah. show her friends. And then, and, and you're and like, hey, yeah. hey, this is why. This is you. This is you. Don't tell me I'm I'm gay. I'm not gay. This is you. This is why. I don't want to. Um, I do not know where it came from. I I just don't. I just know I had a talent for writing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so uh, if the subject is women and relationship advice, I just pull from experiences. Yeah. And other people's experiences and friends' experiences. And yeah, do you ever? And I'm easy to talk to. So a lot of people (laughs) always say she did this and then I did this. And then oh man, so you're just collecting. People are just yeah. You always get stories, changing names and just. Yeah, and then uh, back out. Yeah, like in, now, do you ever like get into arguments with your wife and go like, "Well, you are talking to the relationship expert." No, there, there's only one in the room. Because <laughs> you know what, dog the the bottom line is that no matter who you're with personally and intimately, yeah. they see you with the cape off. You know right, what I mean? Right, right, you right, are right. no longer Superman. All right, you are, right, you, right. You ain't even Clark Kent a lot of times. Dog. <laughs> you just you just a dude that did not take out the trash, <laughs> and now the kitchen stinks. <laughs> So what else didn't you do all day while I was working a nine to five and gotcha. you were laying around watching Wendy Williams? You know what I mean? <laughs> those those are the real conversations. You know what I mean? Yeah. So so like we said, uh, I'm engaging. In, uh, any advice for me going in, uh, going in my first marriage and hopefully last? <laughs> well, it won't be your, your it won't be your last. <laughs> wow, you know that? I know that. Really? Comics get married twice. Really? They just do. So you better marry the same woman. Look at your face. Look at his face. <laughs> he's pretty. He's pretty. She, he's pretty locked into this one. Yeah. You're locked in. Damn right. What made you want to get it? What made you want to get? Tell, tell Finn us how you met first of all. Okay. Because I'm sure that'll be yeah, a yeah, factor yeah. here. And yeah, and we've and I've talked about this on the show before. But uh, yeah, we uh, we met on an app that's designed for people trying to have threesomes. <laughs> so your second wife. <laughs> Is gonna be your soulmate. <laughs> Just let you know. You'll meet her in the church, <laughs> right? Uh, yeah. Well, uh, that, you know yeah. what? Anybody? That's how we met, uh, Dave. Two years. Uh, yeah. She she's a she's a seventh degree black belt. Uh-huh. She uh, works she works with autistic kids. Uh-huh. Um, she cooks. Amazing cook. Supports them. Yeah. Yeah. She's great. So yeah, that's my yeah. I I fir- I, I I firmly believe it's one. That's right. It. Yeah. I'm, fingers crossed. <laughs> now, how old are you, Brent? 33. 33. Yeah. And I've done my days of like the crazy <laughs> Yeah, that's the other stuff. part. Yeah, but it's not even that, though. It's yeah. the, mm-hmm. at, at this point in your career, yeah. if that woman uh, wholeheartedly, mm-hmm. on good days and bad days, understand what you do for a living and take it seriously, yeah. and take those thousand no's we get seriously, yeah. and realize that that can change our mood at a drop of a dime and it has nothing to do with her, mm-hmm. and she can't even fix it a lot of times. That role is reversed. A lot of times in show business, because a lot of times yeah. guys want to fix what's wrong with their girl. Oh yeah, right. But in a tr- and that's a traditional relationship in that show business uh, arena, dog. That person that's calling yourself, calling themselves, I'm signing up for this. I'm signing up for this significant other game. Mm-hmm. She got to understand. You ain't moody because you want to be. Yeah. <laughs> they just promised you thirty grand an episode. <laughs> you, you got the job, right. and that shit all of a sudden and got the, axed. And the day before, they're like, uh, "Dinklage wants it, yeah. so we're giving it to him." <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. No, and uh, that. Then I'm glad. I'm glad you bring that up because that is one thing that she is amazing at. So really, how's know, the sex? Good, best I've ever had, by far. And so that's uh, that's that's key, right? That's key. Yeah. How key is that? Even not key, key, mm-hmm. not super key, just key. 
Yeah. Now, how key is it two years into being married? They've been dating for two years. They're getting married in the fall. Right. Mm-hmm. And then two years after that, should it still be how it is now? It's going to slow down. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, and, and you're going to want it to slow down. What's that? And you're going to want it to slow down. Sure. Then you're going to hit that wall. Okay. Or that wall of, uh, I'm good. Hmm. Let me go play virtual reality. Yeah. Which he's got that too. And, 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 then, and then when you're like, oh, I just can't wait because I'm going to do this. She's going to say, I'm good. And you're going to be like, whoa, what? Then y'all going to start kind of missing each other oh, on okay. the sexual. So, you know, so, maybe, so maybe your advice is, hey, even if you don't want to that night, do, do it. Do, do it anyway. You know what? Uh, yeah, but unfortunately mm-hmm. it doesn't work that way. Mm-hmm. Um, the rigmarole of people's schedules and managing a household together. Yeah, and sure. And traveling and all that stuff. Sure. That that nap is just as good as an orgasm, though. <laughs> I'm telling you. Yeah. That ceiling fan. <laughs> <laughs> if it hits you the right, you can get hey, both in one. Put that ceiling fan on two. <laughs> right. And let that sheet go across to the middle of your back. <laughs> you get the little cheer bones in the day. That's, that's, a, that's a long orgasm oh, right there, though. There you go. Perfect, you know, and and you didn't have to exert no work. So, what things did you learn? Because not to get too personal with you, but uh, you were married before. Mm-hmm. So, what things did you learn from marriage one going into marriage two? I learned that the the traveling is a lot for yeah. somebody who does not know what they want to do. Mm, okay. So, if you already know you're a, you're a traveling stand up comic, yeah. and you're in a city three weekends out of the month, yeah. And 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 the person you're with is, I'm gonna figure it out, or I'm okay. here. Okay, or okay. I work okay. here, but I hate that job. Because if they do not have a career, it's yeah, yeah, tough. Yeah. yeah, because you're leaving them, and right. they can only go to so many cities so many times. Right. You know, you can only see Chicago so many times. Right. Okay. To the point where you're like, ooh, I'll, let me check out Toledo. But then once you do that, you're like, what the fuck was I thinking? You know, you can only do the, the glow right. so many times. And thank God, yeah, uh, uh, once again, glad you say that. She's, then, she's got a career. She's got a career. She, she's, she's got, she's got her she? shit. Uh, 28. 28. That's yeah. not bad, man. That's yeah. not bad. 33. Like, I don't, I don't, I, I definitely think that it is going to work. Thank you. You know sir. what I mean? I definitely think that you guys are going to be happy. Yeah. The times when you are not happy. Mm-hmm. You sit her down and say, baby, this is just turbulence. This plane is not crashing. Because some people try to jump out the plane just because it did that. Right. And you got you to gotta be patient enough to let a relationship level off. I like that advice. And Adam, it's a great metaphor. shit just come out? I, don't, I did I was, not Dude, I was going to say, dog. that was the most profound shit I've heard in a long time. <laughs> 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 shit, it just fucking, it's just turbulence. It's yeah, not crashing. Also, for a comic, it's a very like spot-on metaphor, like the airplane situation. Yeah, because yeah. we, yeah, we've all been there. Uh, yeah. Do you... Um, Brad wrote down some questions. I'm curious your answers to them. <laughs> um, uh, when is it okay to break up via text message? Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> when you really don't give a fuck. <laughs> and, 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 and that's fine to be there. Yeah. Like, if you're like, holy shit. I don't even want to see you because that's not safe. I'd rather just tell you now in <laughs> in this format. Yeah. Uh, that's fine. Right. If it's somebody that you just don't want to face because you're scared and you know you owe them an explanation more than like texting. Yeah, that's bullshit. Then yeah. that's some bullshit. Yeah. Good. Especially if they've like, I had your back. I did everything. And right, 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 right. And you was like, oh, but this girl at Crackle Barrel, you should have seen the way she. <laughs> <laughs> gotta she go. Met. Bye. Gotta go. Same one Tiger Woods had. She a legend. <laughs> She a legend. They all know industry. Uh, can you be friends with your exes? Absolutely, but yeah. that's based off of the current woman that you're in, involved with. Yeah. So if she says it's a no go, can't. 
Gotcha. If you have Ooh. kids with that ex, then you have to. Yeah. Oh, sure, sure. But I if you have no kids and you still just, uh, you know, friends with her and the current girl says and it's a no-go, you got to respect that. Good. You got to respect it. If she yeah, says, nice. I don't give a fuck, you know, because there are a lot of girls that's like, you still like her? You still want her? And you're like, nah, right, I'm cool. Right, but right, every right. now and then, you know, hang on. She know my mama and, you know, yeah, my yeah. sister, good friends. <laughs> yeah. And if, and, if, and, if you, and if it's not shady, it's on the up and up, then... Yeah. yeah, I know people that are uh, like dating, and the the new girl is like best friends with the old girl. That I mean, I don't understand that. Yeah, I can't. That I can't seems do that. super weird. You're not gonna bring your ex boyfriend <laughs> unless he can get me Laker tickets. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Like, is, it, oh, yeah. is it magic? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well, if it's magic, you have a whole other set of problems. <laughs> That's hey man, he's gonna fix the Lakers. <laughs> That's when you gotta go get tested. He's no longer sick. <laughs> he's gonna fix the Lakers. Uh, can, if you're already in a relationship, like if if you're in an established good relationship, mm-hmm. can your friends date your ex? Not that's shady on the friends part. Not at, on the not ex at, part. Not asking for from the current situation. Right. Just, right. Just in I, general. I've I think I've been through that before. I'm not sure. I think so. I have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but. You know, if I'm with somebody new, I don't give a fuck. But I am looking at them like y'all shady. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah, what yeah. I mean, there's a gazillion people to go out there and date. Right. Y'all that's just lazy. Saying. Y'all just some la- that's some lazy shit. Or this is something that y'all was looking at and thinking about when we were together anyway. Yeah, you know what I mean. Now it, this is funny, dog. Yeah. <laughs> uh, when I lived out here, I was sleeping on uh, on this couch. This shit should have been a sitcom because I was sleeping on one of my boys' couch for over two years. Oh wow! You know what I mean? I was the dude in the living room wow. when people came. I've over. always wanted to meet that dude. Yeah, they <laughs> would just be like, "Who's, Who's that? that? Oh, no, that's, that's finesse." Was it finesse the couch guy, or was he just just your name? It was just, fin- it was yeah. just finesse. And, mm-hmm. and um, but I was dating this girl, and we broke up. Oh, and that's how I got to the couch. We were living on Crenshaw, so when I didn't, just so bizarre. But uh. <laughs> She broke up with me right before <laughs> SNL came. SNL was probably a month later, oh, dog. Girl, wow. so it was crazy. Missed. <laughs> you missed it, girl. Was, been partying with JT. Oh my god. Mm. But anyway, I'm sleeping on this couch, and I had this girlfriend for a long time out here. Yeah. And in the house that I stayed at, there was a dude who lived there, and he was a twin. Mm-hmm. And and one of my ex girl that ex girlfriend is married now to his twin brother, and huh. they have a beautiful family. They're extremely happy, and 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 I and I, I love them both. I even met him, but I know the brother, so yeah. I know yeah, he's yeah, yeah. a good person. But then my boy came up to me, and this was like maybe six months ago, and he was like, "You know what? That's some bullshit." <laughs> I was like, "What's some bullshit?" He said, yeah, you remember so and so? I was like, yeah. You know she married to so and so. I said, yeah. That's so and so brother. I said, yeah. They look just alike. I said, yeah. So that means she was looking at him the whole time. You know, the dude that <laughs> oh, lived yeah. in the house. Right, yeah. right, 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 right. And I was like, yeah, I think that's a bit of a stretch, but maybe I don't know. I don't give a fuck, <laughs> but I don't know. But then I, I drove home like that bitch was. <laughs> Because you're trying to act cool in the moment. Yeah, of course. It's like, oh, no, I'm never, good now. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, we're fine, but then. No. But that man. is interesting. But I, 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 once I move on, I move on. And, and and what's weird about Gemini's, we can be friends with anybody. I'm a Gemini, too. Yeah, we can yeah. be friends with anybody. Totally. Just don't be. Just don't be difficult. I had a good we thing with drama. I had a good thing with the homeless guy in the bushes outside my apartment six years ago until he jerked off of my window. 
<laughs> that's a real story. So finesse. <laughs> I don't even have to ask him if that's a real story. <laughs> you can tell how serious I was. That's a deal breaker. And, uh, when you uh, do an ant farm. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Transition. <laughs> you gonna talk about a dude jerking off in your window and then go to the Disney Channel? Yeah, man. Yeah. All right. Because I want to. Because I know it's gonna be a future episode for them at some point. Uh, did you ever? First of all, I want to know about that experience. But but like, uh, did you ever do any of this type of stuff with people on the show? Like relationship? Yeah, them? man. Nah. No. Nah. Not at all. Well, because but then how old were those kids? They, they were like like they was they was they was like twelve to. You know, okay. Yeah, but I feel like twelve Hollywood one, kids, man. They're probably dealing with more we shit. One sixteen-year-old. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. That looked eighteen. There you go. But no. Mm-hmm. But no. they didn't ask you. Yeah, no. And you would. Yeah, no. And you wouldn't sit in a circle and be that. like, like nobody knows that right. about me. Yeah, they, you have to actually look at you as the farmer, or you have <laughs> to be, you know, a black woman that's twenty-eight to be like, I used to read your columns every <laughs> month, and I was mad when Steve Harvey took over. <laughs> <laughs> You, you hear you hear you hear that Steve Harvey? You know what? It's gonna turn around. You're you're yeah. you're gonna be the next host of Family Feud. Dude, and you you're gonna, ta- and you're gonna fucking Feud. take Steve's job. You man. would crush it, dude. How about that? And you know what, man? Like uh, it'd be yeah. Well, whatever. You, there'd be an even cooler hipper vibe to that show if yeah. you did it. You know? Absolutely. He's very. Old. I mean, look, he's he's cool. He's, yeah, he's cool. He's, he's cool. He's, he's, but can't, it's can't, can't do it forever. Yeah. And and how old do you want the host to be? That's true. You know, not much older than he is. So eventually, yeah. would you do it? Fuck yeah! Yeah, yeah, I would definitely do. I would do. I would do. I'm waiting for Pat Sajak to die. <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting for Steve. That's Harvey the name of your next album. <laughs> Pat Sajak to die. For the dude on the uh, Price is Right. No, no he already Trebek. No, true. No, but not. But true. But Trebek. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he should be a black host for Jeopardy. Fuck. I, mean, I, just been I want Drew to stay for a little bit because yeah. you know mm-hmm. he's been through some things, so he need he this balances him out. Sure, yeah, yeah. yeah he's yeah, talking yeah. life shit. Yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, hell, Drew's a, uh, a legend out here in these LA streets. No shit, shit. Yeah, I've heard I've heard stories about him Drew and Bill Maher. Shit. What? Yeah, I've All right. I've Off I've heard. Mark, I guess. Yeah, I've heard some of these stories. Maybe as well. in the fucking uh, overtime, we'll <laughs> I just talk hear about it. it. I don't know shit. I just hear. Now. But was that fun though doing the kids show? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Amazing time for me. And it also allowed me to uh practice acting. Yeah. Cause sometimes you want to mm. overact. Yeah. But that was a show, show that you could. Right, right, right. And you would get away with it. And then when you just when you did a sensitive side or a serious side, you came off as acting, even your acting was even better. So it, it was great because the cast was amazing and super talented. The checks cleared, yeah, were consistent. It was a live audience? Yes, dope. the kids love you. Oh, cool! And to and to this day, like I just did the University of Alabama, and I walked out, and I was like, "What's up?" And it was some people was like, you know, some people like, ah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the people that was just like, I said, "You probably don't know me or like me, but I bet your little sister, a little brother, <laughs> know me because I was on a show called Ant Farm about four years ago, and they, and they was like." Oh, Shit, that was you. <laughs> and I realized, holy shit, you Dude, were the kid. You know that's I mean? amazing. So it's that by. next generation that, like, we don't think about that. Like, hell, I did an episode of Sam and Cat on Nickelodeon where I had to <laughs> right. be handcuffed to Ariana Grande for a week. I got stories about that shit. Uh, but yeah, like, and then people sometimes come up to the show. I was on one episode. Right. One. Right. People come up and go, oh, my son yeah, loves dog. you on Sam and Cat, and he's nine. Single Mamas Everywhere was after Finesse Mitchell. I was going to say, <laughs> Stephen Glickman says oh when he was God. on, he, t- he was on a Disney show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, big, was, big Time Rush. Yeah, and he because was Because the kids have no, you know, they don't know. They're just like, ah. They sit right. in the airport or the grocery store. Ah! 
mom. Right. And then the mom was like, I'm, I'm sorry. Yes, Are you on a TV yeah, show? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because my child is just, and I was like, yeah, I'm on. Oh, well. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Glickman said he would get propositioned by the moms to like go backstage and stuff. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? I don't believe it. I mean, I mean, I do. Yeah. I don't even, I don't yeah. Know. Yeah. Yeah. For me back then, <clears throat> I was uh, just going on that set and and being a part of that cast uh, and seeing how where the kids are now, what they're doing. They all stayed out of trouble and that's dope. You know, that's it, gotta be good. cool. Yeah. It's Cause, cool. That's the last thing you want because you knew these kids when they were yeah. 11 12 and now like yeah if you checked in with them later and they found out they were doing like right. typical child it's funny stuff. i was doing jay moore's podcast and he was like so finesse some of those girls though come on you know i'm like <laughs> jay the fuck is wrong with yeah you, you're, you're working with them every day they're <laughs> yeah. not that tight i don't even play like that well, yeah. even when they come in the room and they think they on your level because we all on the same show sure they come in the room shut the door finesse we got to talk i'm like first you guys open up that door <laughs> yeah you gotta right open up that door <laughs> And you stand in the doorway, and then we'll talk. Yeah, and that was and now and that was before you even became a father, right? Yeah, yeah. And yeah so yeah. you had you had those instincts, because and then they don't get it. Like, what's what's the problem? They don't. I'm like, well, so naive. Well, because it, it, yeah, because they're being innocent. They're like, oh, I'm just talking with a coworker. You're like, yes, that's what we're doing. We're just talking, but, but somebody else yeah. Yeah. does not know that. Yeah, absolutely. And I don't want a mom or a parent to come in here or an executive and then see that shit. Yeah, so that very uh, very wise. Something is always something. I saw one of the nothing. girls at the Super Bowl this year. Yeah. Oh, Good. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, sorry. To br- are, you, are you talking about the Super Bowl? Or are you talking about the girl? I'm talking about the girl. Yeah, like, I can't even lie. But she's like 21 now or something. She's engaged. Mm-hmm. But, she, but she was a stunner back then. And the oh, whole shit. cast and crew, not the cast, but the crew knew it because we all adults and we were like, oh, feels, one day this feels creepy. <laughs> but now that she's 21, oh my god, uh, hey, creepy then. Sorry, about I want to say I always knew, young lady. <laughs> How was that Super Bowl other than the outcome? It was great, man. Yeah. Other than the outcome, it was great. I want to thank all the Boston fans that I sat around mm-hmm. that I, because uh, I made a complete ass of did myself. You? Did you? Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm well, from Atlanta, dog. Yeah. Oh, that's right. For three Atlanta. quarters, I talked so much shit. Yeah. I, I did victory laps at <laughs> halftime around the outside where you can uh. buy concessions <laughs> with the phone. Just running through. Oh, <laughs> I mean, it was. Oh my! I God. need to go back to your Instagram. It was. Crazy. <laughs> well, did you say that your owner too was on the field, like just fucking blank. dancing yeah. up he, a storm. He always does that shit too. He Do people like him? Down too early. Yeah, we love him. Yeah, we love. He Austin seems Blank. dope. Yeah, he's a nice guy. And then he just, yeah, he and just then, goes down too early. He just always does that. Right. But oh my God. Good, but of course, of course, you're cheering. It it, it, it would have been the first one. You know, you're up 28-3. You were, I mean, you get, look, my Seahawks. And, know, I, and I said I wanted to thank them because they all oh. turned around and was like, tough break, buddy. Sorry. And they were quiet the entire game. And then, of yeah. course, they cheered their ass off in the fourth quarter. Oh, sure, sure, sure. But sure. the whole time from the first touchdown, I'm like, what? Oh, <laughs> yeah. That was that dude. Say something. Say something. Y'all, Freeman's uh, running in. You're like, we got nothing. It was, so, it was so few of us that you could look across the way and see other Atlanta fans. You'd be like, bow. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean. Just, just had to well, but you know what? And, and uh, big ups to uh, big ups to the mass holes because they yeah. have a bad reputation for that yeah. for, for that for that kind of thing. But I, I think in that scenario, yeah. even, even in that scenario, even if your team's the one that wins, you got to look over the other side and go, dude. Yeah. Because that feeling that I that I was feeling for the three quarters mm-hmm. you just got that like all at once right right so right, like right yeah couldn't get mad at them yeah they're, they're, they're yeah. Pro- and so good on them for for being sympathetic 
Fuck New England. <laughs> Fuck I hate him. I hate him so much. Fuck He's no. a Seahawks fan, so of course he hates him. And I'm a Broncos fan, so we're in the AFC, so we face him in the playoffs. So that, yeah. And I'm cool with Tom Brady. Really? I was really cool with Tom Brady. Ooh, text and shit. What? Because he came on SNL, so we stayed in touch. Sent me jerseys. What? No yeah, shit. I'm cool with Tom Brady. And then all of a sudden, somebody fucking deflate gate crashed his and then he threw his phone and broke yeah, it no, I'm just dude. kidding yeah. <laughs> that ain't how it happened but okay. something happened where um, oh, shit. he had a I don't know he changed his number and then we fell out of touch and then, and then I see him on TV with a Make America Great Again hat I'm like what the fuck happened to Tom Brady <laughs> crazy right he yeah. was my dude yeah but uh but yeah uh, shit. Do you, or have you kept uh, have, have you kept friendships that you made um, in the SNL days Acquaintances. Acquaintances. I can't say I talk to people every day like I used yeah. to back then. You you know, you find your people that you're cool with from a writer to a mm-hmm. page. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> you know, to a to to a cast member. But uh that that shit called life. That shit is real, dog. Yeah. And shit, four years go by and you realize, damn, I have not talked to Keenan Thompson. You know what I mean? And <laughs> Yeah. And it's just and then when you see each other you be like, Holy shit and then, then you talk like you saw each other yesterday. Right yeah. back to it. Yeah. Being That's awesome. being such a force uh, on stage, I just wanna know before we wrap this up, like do you have a uh mindset before you go on stage or is every show is stage time stage time for you at this point or do you go up with a purpose? Like do you have a, a map every time and you have shit you want to accomplish or are you just going up and going, I'm gonna be me because I know I'm gonna bring it and I'm never gonna phone it in? Uh sometimes I, I do not phone my one hours in. Yeah. No, I may phone a yeah. laugh factory set in. <laughs> But mm-hmm. very doubtful because I love that club. Yeah. Um, but I go on stage to do two jokes. Mm-hmm. And when I don't do those two jokes, I feel like the night is a waste. I don't give a fuck if they stood up and clapped. If I wrote two jokes that day and I didn't and my brain didn't let me get there during that yeah. set, yeah. I get so pissed. Yeah. Thinking, fuck, now I gotta wait till blah blah blah. Gotta you know wait what till I mean? Tomorrow, yeah, yeah, yeah. And um but stand up is so natural for me, whether I'm doing old material, new material. I piece it together like it's just a freaking fabric, dude. And and people are just like, that was the best shit I've ever seen. Why aren't you blah, blah, blah? Why yeah. aren't you da, da? Don't you hear that? <laughs> yeah. Why don't you? Sure. Yeah, so yeah. I, well, have, have me have a few more phone calls with Lauren. Yeah. And that makes right. some shit. But, and I can't stress this to our listeners enough because Adam and I have both been lucky enough to see you. And yeah, it is. You are you are not you are not bullshitting. You will wreck a room. You Thank will you. you will make them yeah, go, you will make them a, go crazy. There's a handful of people when I started to get like into the working community out here where I was just like, man, I get on a fucking show. Like I remember the first show the factory was on with you, dude. It was like it's a huge fucking deal, you know? Right. Yeah, because uh, you feel like you've gotten to like a, a next uh, you know next level. level yeah, of comics and also and like I've just said, like you yeah. bring it all the time, and it's like. To guys you look up to, you it's inspiring to see that that you're not like you know. Um, I think the weird part now easy. is that cats are like, oh man, and they they bring up a moment that was a long time ago, mm-hmm. or you hear younger comics, especially the young comics, especially young black comics, because you know they they think they compliment you, but they're like, oh gee. Oh, finessing this bitch. I'm like, who? Oh, gee. I'm, yeah. man, I'm still I, working. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm. T- <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? I'm making this happen. But I think about it, I'm like, dang, they are like 22, 23 years old. Yeah. And they was three when I was on Comic View. You know what I mean? Yeah. So when they see you, and they're, and they're 10 like, on Holy SNL, shit, I used to see 12. these dudes on TV, or they see you on SNL. I used to see. Right. And, um, well, you know, but they're, but, but, and they'll realize that this job is a marathon. Yeah, not a sprint. If I can Morgan Freeman this thing, bro, and that's my goal. <laughs> I ain't yeah, gonna lie. that's my goal. I am <laughs> going. To- <laughs>
Wait a minute. I am going to. Wait a minute. All right. I didn't know you do a Morgan Freeman. Will <laughs> you can do it? Do you, I'm about to, go ahead. Do you got to get out of here? No, I'm about right. to find my dates. I'm about to plug them. Well, yeah. Plug, plug well, them. Go ahead. I'm going to pull some up. We When we have amazing uh, uh, impressions on Dana Carver's here last night, and he called, uh, we prank called this Thai restaurant I ordered from. He did it as Paul McCartney. We had Aerie Spears do it as DMX. If you could do it as Morgan Freeman, that'd be unbelievable. <laughs> you about to call a, a Thai restaurant? Yeah. Place? I give him plenty of business, so they never know. Yeah. But plug your dates, and then we'll pull it up and we'll do it real quick. Hey, everybody, if you're out there listening, you want to see Finesse Mitchell live, do some stand-up comedy, um, you can catch me at the Brea Improv. Hey, that's my hometown. Hometown. Brea. Come out. Support Finesse Mitchell. This will be Absolutely. up Monday. Yeah. Uh, April. April, the blah, 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 blah. Who wants to go to Coachella? Not us. Nobody. Right? <laughs> so April 20th through the 23rd, I will be at the uh, Brea Improv. No, I'll be at, damn. What? I'll be at the Ontario Improv. Okay. It's a little bit of a drive, but okay. Yeah, do I'll it be in Ontario. Oh well. No, sure. no, I'll be at Brea. <laughs> okay, Look, that, go, okay. To Brea, go, go to Brea. Go to Brea. Go to Brea. Go to Ontario. Go to Brea. They're a- April thirty-eight minutes apart. 20, yeah, I'll be at I'll be at the Brea Improv. If yeah. anybody out there, you got friends in Rhode Island. You white, so you got friends. I out there just too. performed in Rhode Island <laughs> yes. at the Comedy Connection. Did you like that place? Loved it. Really? Loved it's it. Small, right? Yeah, but it was. Oh, it was Is fun. It, good. Good energy. Did you do press? Yeah. He said he ain't had no press for me. Well, like I did press in Boston though, because I because I was doing Boston. Oh, uh, so I but then that press translated into Rhode Island since everything's close together. Well, I tell you what, I'm yeah. there next weekend. All yeah. you got to do is tweet. Hey, remember when I was there? Comedy catch, Done. comedy connection. Vanessa is there the April sixth through the seventh. Absolutely, and, that's it. and then I'll tweet and that then out if I can get that up. Uh, if I'm, if I'm correct, and I am Brea Improv, April twentieth through the twenty third. There you go, and uh, all your dates on finessemitchell.com. Yeah, no. <laughs> but there is a finessemitchell.com that just I'm too lazy dog <laughs> I understand it but Twitter and Facebook right yeah <laughs> alright here yo hold that phone up <laughs> you say whatever you want uh is this the Thai restaurant yeah Thai patio Thai patio uh, this is Morgan Freeman and uh hello, I'm, hello I, I, I would like to have some orange chicken and I would like to pay for it with my visa oh one second oh okay I don't know if you saw the movie Driving Miss Daisy. <laughs> but when you drive people around all day, you get very hungry, and Thai food is the first thing you want to eat. Then I was a principal at a school called Eastside High, where kids smoke crack on the roof. And I would say, Sam's, do you know the school song? Sing the school song. Um, because I'm a celebrity, I don't give out my phone number, but uh my friend Andy Dufresne from Shawshank, he has a phone number that I could give out and um let me give you. Andy Dufresne. Andy Dufresne is going to pick up the order. He has almost tunneled through a hundred yards. Anyway, can I have his phone number or whoever who's gonna pick up the order? Yes, are you ready? Yes. Okay. The number is 310. What else? 976-LAFF. 310-976-LAFF. If a guy named Jamie Masada answers the phone, you ask him to put Andy on the phone. 
and because Andy's picking up the tie. So three one zero nine seven six. L. L A F F. L A F F. L A F F. Correct. Whatever the numbers are for those alphabets, that's what it is. L A F F. Take your order. Are you do do you even have orange chicken? No. <laughs> well then this was a waste of a phone call. Thank you. Goodbye. <laughs> oh my yes! god, my Go mental. see you live. <laughs> You're the best, dude. Thanks, buddy. Thank you guys. Subscribe on iTunes to this fucking podcast. Give them a five-star rating so this midget and this Jew can feel good about themselves for a couple minutes. Also, get on your iPhone or Android and get the podcast app. You can also listen to it on Stitcher or aboutlastnightpodcast.com, where you can hear past episodes with great guests like Lisa Kudrow, Paul Feig, Kevin Nealon, Bob Saget, Dion Cole, Chris D'Elia, Adam Devine, Michael McDonald, Jaleel White, Bud Friedman, Steve-O, Harlan Williams, Tom Arnold, Ron Funches, Rick Glassman, Blake Anderson, Anders Holm, Jessime Peluso, Joey McIntyre, and many, many more. I'm Tony Danza. Thanks for listening to the About Last Night podcast. Good night. That's it, right? You got it? Sweet. Boy, it smells good in that booth, by the way. What kind of candle is that? Hanukkah Willow? <laughs> nice. Stop letting fibroids and endometriosis take over. Right now, thousands of women who have visited the specialists at the Center for Innovative GYN Care are saying the same thing. I shouldn't have waited. Waiting to treat a GYN condition can prolong the symptoms and often make them worse. Fibroids will grow. Endometriosis will spread. Why are you waiting? The CIGC specialists use exclusive laparoscopic techniques to treat complex GYN conditions. You don't need to suffer from abnormal bleeding or pelvic pain. Book a consultation at InnovativeGYN.com or call 888 surgery.